Hello, my beautiful people. We are on part two of Are You Ready for What It Is You Say You Want? And I am super excited about this segment because I'm able to go into a little deeper um, with how you can get what it is you say that you're ready um, for and also creating that foundation and how to maneuver at times when things seem to be going haywire and there is no right way to go and everything seems to be out of sorts it's very important that we have that foundation and so today I'm able to help you to gain clarity as well as access some of your most prized jewels that you hold internally that are single-handedly able to help you manifest the life that you are wanting and the relationships that you're wanting and alleviate a lot of the unnecessary stress that we deal with and we allow in our lives and we put ourselves through. And I say we as because we're all on this journey together. No matter how far you have evolved, there will always be times and there will always be moments where you're feeling like everything is going wrong and it's all about perspective I know and it is all about being optimistic yes I know but what do you do in those moments when you do not feel optimistic what do you do in those moments when you do not feel like you can be positive because everything is going wrong so today is part two and today it is going to take a lot of grounding it's going to take a lot of being honest with yourself and truthful with yourself and first and foremost holding yourself accountable for your part and it's very important to understand that whatever happens in your life there is a part that you play regardless if you create the issue regardless to if you end the issue or you allow the issue to continue you have a part to play because it is affecting your life it is affecting your existence it is a part of your atmosphere it is a part of your energetic pool and so therefore as long as you are a part of it you have a part to play what part you play in it is what you're gonna have to decide for yourself that's not something that anyone can decide for you whatever that part is that you play realizing that it all starts with you is where everything begins to shift and so today I am going to open up um, a few more areas of awareness for you so that you can be aware and you can begin to do the work and you can continue if you're already on your journey to doing the work you can proceed so that it ends in a more favorable way you have more peace because ultimately that's the goal to be at peace to be have immense joy to be able to look adversity in the face and not be afraid of it while you're going through it okay so I don't have to give the opening or the or the greeting. Everyone knows who I am by now. You all have been listening for a great amount of time, and I'm super, super, super excited and thankful for that. We are on a journey of evolution, and 
on the journey of evolution, it is a lot of stumbling blocks that you will come across. There are a lot of things that you're going to have to know how to go through and work through and grow through because as long as you're breathing, as long as you're able-bodied, you will have to go through these things and you have to deal with these things. And I know that so many of you are trying to find stability. You're you're asking for peace and you, you can't get the peace and you're looking for happiness everywhere and you can't find it. You're trying to find a balance, whether it be in relationships, whether it be in career, whether it be finding your purpose, whether it be in your health, whether it be in spirituality, whether it be in just being in a place where you trust God's movement for your life. A lot of us are on that journey and it may look totally different to someone else who's on a different path. But ultimately, we all have our journeys and we're all on a journey. And sometimes our paths cross. Sometimes they don't. A lot of times they may conflict with one another because we are comparing and we're trying to figure out why my journey is like this, why their journey is not like this, why do they seem to have it all together and my life is falling apart or or vice versa. And the thing is, it's important to stay in a certain vibrational frequency internally because the more you focus on yourself and keeping yourself grounded and keeping yourself at high vibes internally the less time you have to point at someone else the less time you have to dictate and judge and critique and condemn someone else's journey and someone else's choices because you really don't have time for that and that that is a cliche saying but it's for sure the truth you do not have time for that so today I am assisting you in developing your inner stamina, developing your inner foundations. Some of the tools and the things that I've used to help me, a lot of things that I use on my energy sessions, um, my one-on-one sessions that I do with a lot of, a few people, like it's very eye-opening because you're able to create the energy that you you maneuver best in and it becomes more so about you than it does anyone else but you cannot get to that place until you heal you cannot get to that place until you're at a place where you're at peace with whatever situations you are facing and I know like everybody it is not easy it's not easy at all so part two today is going to tap into a few of those things and I'm going um, to help you decode the inner self even more and to allow you to be more at peace and open with your journey of self, your journey of life. So we're going to begin and I am going to, as usual, per usual, We're going to start off with a brief meditation and go right into prayer, allowing God to come in, allowing him to maneuver and speak through me in a way that only he knows how to speak through me. Okay. So first, we're going to breathe in. 
And we're going to breathe out. Deep breath in. Stretch your arms wide above your head. And if you're able to take them to your back, do so. Just stretch in your back muscles. If you're anything like me, you carry stress in your back and your shoulders. And ooh, sometimes just stretching is the remedy for sanity, okay? <laughs> Deep breaths in. Now, God, we're coming to you now as humbly as we know how. Open hearts, open mind, open spirit. With a soul ready to receive. I ask that you continue to use me as a vessel as you continue to do so. I ask that you allow me to be as open, as patient, understanding as you need me to be so that I receive whatever it is that you are investing in me for the benefit of those who are needing to use me as a drinking fountain for your words. God, you know everything that everyone is dealing with and facing at this time and you know that there are times where Hope is very, very, very hard to find. So many people are searching for their true purpose or searching for their life's joy, happiness. They're needing, they're needing so much inner peace. And that's very hard to find when there's chaos everywhere. So I ask today... As you use me as a vessel, that you allow me to provide clarity, understanding, support, no judgment, and a safe place. For those who are healing, those who are wanting to heal, those who are needing to heal, those who are in search of themselves in the midst of their own inner demons. I ask that you allow my voice to be a soothing source for those wounds. We know that everything is possible and anything is possible and all we need is a little bit of faith. But what do we do in moments where faith seems so hard to find, even that in the amount of a mustard seed? We know that you have your timing, you have your journey that you've paved out for each of us individually. So I ask that you give us all strength and courage to be confident in that. No matter what it is we're facing, no matter what it is that we're thinking and doing and feeling in the moment that you save us from ourselves. Because I know that there is no greater oppression. There is no greater oppressor than that that is in our mind. 
So in your name, Jesus, we pray. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And we welcome you here today. Amen. So as I stated, we are here on part two of are you ready for what it is you say you want? And on part one, a lot of you expressed how excited you were um, and how impacted you even were by that introduction and really happy that you all felt that way. Today, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into it because we all know that we have so many hopes, so many dreams, so many aspirations, so many things that we really, really want out of life. And the most horrifying thing is not knowing how to get there and facing the fact and the truth that the reason we're not there yet is because of our own doing, our own allowance of not having boundaries, not having inner goals, allowing people to continue to push us to the side, delaying our own healing, delaying our own true joy out of life. And a lot of times, I can't even tell you how many times I've spoken to people and they've asked me and they've they've desperately needed me to just help them maneuver through whatever situations. And the moment they start to feel better, the moment that that weight seems to be lifted up off of them, it's almost simultaneously that they're right back in the same place that they started a week later, if that long. Angels, I see you and I feel you. There are so many people who are in search of instant relief, instant healing, instant happiness, instant peace, instant, instant, instant. And the truth of the matter is that nothing worth sustaining comes easy or instant. Instantly, it just doesn't, and that is scary to people. That is absolutely horrifying to a lot of people because if I can't get it instantly, if I can't get it right when I want it, and I don't have the patience to wait for it, what happens next? And the truth is, like. In my energy sessions and, and uh, many of you on, on this call are internally dealing with so many inner, inner battles and you're trying to find your way. You know what it is that you want. You know what it is that you desire, but you just don't know how to get there. A lot of you are running from your, your purpose, you're running from the true desires of your heart because it requires stillness. 
It requires you to be present. It requires you to feel. And all of those things are absolutely horrifying because when you are present and you're in a place of stillness, when you're forced to feel those things that are completely uncomfortable, sometimes those same inner demons and those inner battles that are supposed to free you end up holding you captive. There's a depth that you are having to, to get to in order to tap into your destiny. And the truth of the matter is a lot of people will never get there because they're not willing to do the work that it requires for you to get there. In order for you to manifest the things that are truly designed for your life, it's going to require some digging. It's going to require you to feel those uncomfortable feelings. It's going to require you to let go of a lot of things you never thought you would have to let go. It's going to expose a lot of things you thought were hidden. But in order to reach the level of freedom, true peace, and abundance that you are desiring, it's required. And in my life, in my journey, and in, in all the interactions that I've had with a lot of people, I do know that isolation is required in order for you to transition to any level of your life. And sometimes that is absolutely so depressing because you have to detach from everything that you thought you would never have to detach from in order to evolve. And a lot of those people that are around you, a lot of those, those people, those spirits, those places, those things that you like to involve yourself in and with are not going to understand your isolation. They're not going to understand your journey. Whether it be your path career-wise, whether it be relationship, whether it be social, you know, impact that you are chasing, whatever area of your life you are trying to evolve and grow in, wherever your purpose lies, it's going to require you to disconnect from attachments. People are not going to understand your spiritual journeys. And this is something personally I have absolutely <laughs> become so aware of. Sometime I want to share so much great news about my journey, my evolution, um, whether it be the people that I've helped. In, in different areas of their own lives. It's not for glorification of me. It's because I truly, truly, truly just want to share how God has used me and created me into this vessel. And the truth of the matter is it makes people uncomfortable because they're not on your journey. They're not on your path. They utilize you for their benefit, but you're asking them to grasp the reality of it, and that is something that 
almost impossible to do if they're not on that path with you. And that is something that I've learned along my own journey. So many people are running from themselves because of everything that they're going to have to lose once they get there or on the path to getting there. And that's not saying that once you get there, you won't reconnect with certain people. You won't be able to reach back with those people. But on your journey there, so much happens. And as you are becoming a new and improved version of yourself, an evolved version of yourself, those things that you once related to, you just may not relate to anymore. And that's just the reality of it. So it's not enough to know that I know what it is that I want. I know what it is that I desire. But are you willing to do the work it takes to get it? Are you willing to lose what it's going to require you to lose to obtain it? For some, it's people. For some, it's, it's habits. It's internal wars. Parts of yourself you thought you, you knew. You'll realize you don't know at all. Relationships. Family, friendships. In parts of your transition, you'll look at yourself in the mirror and not realize or recognize who it's looking back at because of the change that's going to occur internally first. I had to be okay with that. I had to be okay with, you know, I can't talk to everybody about my journey. I can't share everything with everybody because everybody, not everybody, not only does not everybody deserve to know the depths of my journey, but not everyone is at a level where they can receive it and understand it and grasp it and not be forced to take it on as their own, but just understand that my journey, and in most cases, it's helped them. But because they don't realize everything that goes into that, it's out of sight, out of mind. So sharing those different parts of yourself can expose you in a way that makes others so uncomfortable that it pushes a relationship apart. And I have become absolutely okay with that. And so for many of you, your inability to feel your inability to want to feel those things, your inability to be still and face the reality of your life, your situation, your choices, your unhappiness, is the reason why you haven't tapped into your purpose. It's the reason why you haven't gotten where you want to go. And it's not because you don't deserve it. It's not because God hasn't given you the grace and mercy to do so. It's because It requires work, work that you're not going to find on social media, work that you're not going to find in mistresses or side chicks or side dudes or spending money because I want to feel good. I want to look good 
temporarily because the pain of what I feel deep inside is just going to take too much time to, to even dig through. So I don't want to deal with it. So I'd rather just mask all of that by traveling through life as if nothing exists, nothing's real. You're wanting to, to manifest a life of abundance and financial fluidness and true happiness. You want your relationships to be incredibly blessed and you want to have that fairy tale type ride or die partner, but you're not willing to do the work to get it. You don't have the balance. You refuse to stop and breathe and feel what's going on in your life right now so that you can discern what's going on. A lot of you use your sexuality and sensuality as an escape because it keeps you in a, in a place of release. Anytime those intense emotions or feelings come up, you're horny. <laughs> you want to jump on something new. Anytime anything in your relationship is going haywire, it's, it's, it's not fulfilling anymore because it requires you to be vulnerable and it requires you to communicate and you're not ready and you're not willing. You don't want to do that because if I sit and I, and I listen to all of these things that you're telling me is wrong with me or all the things that I'm not doing to make you happy, it's going to bring up all these other feelings and emotions that I really just don't want to feel and I don't want to go through and I don't know how to deal or discern them. So I just rather move around are shut down, which is another big issue. Because it doesn't matter how silent you get. It doesn't matter how much you avoid vulnerability. It is a requirement of life. And whether by choice or force, it's going to happen. Because once there is something internally put inside you, God has put something in you that he's needing you to get out and your refusal to do what is required to make sure that that thing is birthed is making the transition harder and extending the process. You haven't found your safe place. You haven't found your place of comfort. You haven't found your place where you feel free enough to communicate your emotions and your feelings or their lack of. You don't know how to even process them because you've never been given the opportunity to do so and you've never felt like it's okay to do so. And then for some of you, you feel like you don't have to. You maneuver through, through the world on surface, you look like you got it together. You look like you're an abundant individual. You look like you, you're maneuvering in a free way. You're free. I think how I want. I feel how I want. I got money. I got the career that I want. I got the chicks that I want. I don't need to answer to you and nobody else. I take care of everything I'm supposed to take care of. I hang with my partners. I go and I, and I kick it with whoever I want to kick it with whenever I choose to kick it with them. 
but inside, you ain't happy. Your soul is absolutely at war. You're looking for the, the divine, you know, timing of your life. You're looking for balance. You're looking for justice. You're looking for peace. You're looking for happiness. You're looking for freedom. You're looking for just a place where you can just really flourish, right? But you can't because you're not willing to do what it takes to get there. So you've decided what you want. You know what you want, but you don't have what you want because you're not willing to do the work. Okay. That's the reason why you're not growing. Well, how do I do it? How do I, how do I get into that place, Brandy, where I know what I want, I know what it re requires, and I think I'm at a place now where I'm ready to do the work. What do I do? What does it mean to internally decode and do what it, what it requires? Well, it means that you got to work on the real issues at hand. If you're someone who has a problem in relationships, you want a, a flourishing relationship. You want someone who, is, who has your back, who is there for you, who is just your ride or die, basically. Someone who pours into you, someone who cares about you, someone who really, really invests time and effort into your evolution as a man or as a woman, whomever, right? You want that, but are you willing to do what it takes to create it? Because you can't have that kind of partner and you mistreat that partner. You don't communicate. You can't have that kind of partner, but you want your cake and eat it too. If you want a monogamous relationship, you have to be monogamous. If a monogamous relationship isn't for you, then you got to say, hey, I love you. I care for you or I like you or I want to see where this goes. But right now, I'm just not in a place where I can just guarantee you that I can be with one person be it sexually be it mentally emotionally and I'm going to be honest with you I've gone through my phases of life where I honestly absolutely understand how you can be hurting healing and hoeing at the same time and I've never been a whore okay I'm gonna be clear with you but I have had moments where I only wanted to be with someone or I only wanted an interaction with a specific individual for sex and that's at moments where I was like I was absolutely vibrating on a lower frequency not a low frequency but lower than I am today of course but I was hurting I was coming out of a relationship that I felt like I'd given everything I could give and this person just did not value me did not do didn't do what they should have done to create this relationship that they, they said they wanted. This person loves you, but this person can't invest the time. And now I understand the depth of the healing that is required in a person to be able to even receive that type of love that, uh, that I am able to give. But at that point, I just wanted to not be in a place of sadness. So what did I do? I said to myself, okay, I got my circle of five, right? I got a person I can go to for my spiritual connection. I got a person I can go to for my mental 
stimulation. I have a person I can go to for any type of any type of I just want to kick it, hang out. Let's just go. Let's just just kick it and just no sex, no nothing. We just really like the homies. Let's I got that person. Got a person for emotional stimulation and a person for physical. And if that's your thing, do it. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, do it if that's your thing. But you have to be honest about that. You have to say, you know what, I don't want a relationship. And I've had to say that to people because people have wanted a relationship with me. But I am somebody who is like, if I'm on a, in a, on a journey of transition and I'm healing and I'm, a, I'm in a place of where I am really um, finding my balance and I'm, I'm finding my rhythm and I'm allowing my spirit to really guide me. I'm going through different phases in my life. I don't want to bring anyone on my journey that I, I feel I could hurt in the, in the meantime or in the process. I don't want to do that. I want you to know that I care about you, but I don't want you to get feelings that I can't really validate at this moment. And my natural core of myself is a person who loves. I love. I'm a lover. I'm a person who loves hard. When I'm in a relationship, I've only been in three relationships my entire life. First one, I was married. Married my first love. And that relationship taught me so much. And to this day, we're very, very, very close. And... But his path in life and my path and my journey in life didn't didn't they're not the same. That's why I can talk to you about different things in life, because every relationship taught me so many things. The first relationship taught me so much about myself, taught me so much about loyalty, taught me so much about being aware of both the streets. And still maneuvering through that. That's why I can talk to you about OGs and I can talk to you about how the street life affects you. I can talk to you about what it means to really be street smart. I can speak to you about the impact of growing up in the hood. I can speak to you on so many different levels because I've been that girl. I can also talk to you about being an entrepreneur, being someone in the music industry, being someone both behind the scenes and on the stage, building with a plethora of different entities. I can talk about business deals. I can talk about traveling as an artist. I can talk about how, how hard work truly, truly pays off. How I can talk about what it's like interning at radio stations and being mentored by some of the greats in the industry and then working a nine to five. I can speak to you about death. I can speak to you about losing babies. I can speak to you about holding someone down or, or building someone up, I shall say, while they are in the pits of their life that their choices created. I can also speak to you about how infidelity affects someone as far as that relationship. My, husband, my ex-husband did not cheat on me. That's where I learned street stuff, right? I learned cheating from the second relationship. But I also learned so much about who I am as a woman, who I am and what I will never tolerate as a woman. My third relationship. Someone I, I, I still to this very day, I, I, I can't even describe the relationship we have, but it's absolutely um, 
not, <clears throat> it is not one that's easy to define. And even though we are not together, we, I do know that that is someone who definitely wants to build continuously and wants me as their wife. But there's so much that goes on in a relationship. You have to learn so much about yourself. And I do know that that's how I know that healing on an individual level is so important and communication is so important. I'm a person who's like, what are we doing? If a relationship is something that you want, you got to be honest with what it is you want. You have to be truthful. So many of you are, are living lies. You're going home to someone you're not even happy with. You're not, it's not that you don't love them. It's not that you're not attracted to them. You just are battling yourself. And in battling yourself, you're trying to find how to be everything to someone else. And that is something that is impossible. Because you can't be anything to anyone else until you are everything for you first. You want a relationship, but you don't know how to be monogamous. Okay. So do you want an open relationship? Because there are people who want open relationships. If that's your thing, is that what you want? No, I don't really want to share my partner. Oh, okay. So you just want, you just want your cake and eat it too. You want this person, but you don't want this person to be with anyone else. But yeah, you can't be with that person by themselves. This person isn't giving you everything that you need. Not because they're, they're lacking, but because you don't even know what it is that you need. You're, in, you're, you're all off balance. And, and I tell men all the time, when they come to me for my energy sessions, I'm very clear with them when it comes to being honest with the people that you're interacting with. There's a lot of STDs going on, going around and there's a lot of women who ain't been to the OB in about never. So I feel like on a level of just well-being, beyond the fact that there's so much spiritually being exchanged during sex, you should really care about what it is that you're passing along. The sexually transmitted demons do not go away when you pee. You can't take any penicillin pill to clear it up. There's no detox you can do. That is in you, and you're passing that on, and that's reckless. If you're trying to be with someone, and you don't know how to be with that person, or you're not in a place where you can really give them everything that they desire, give them the choice to say yes or no. Give them the choice to say, okay, I'm willing to go with you on this journey as you grow, as you evolve, and as you become a better version of yourself. Give them that choice. It's very selfish and it's not respect. It, it's very, it's very hard to respect someone who is not an honest person. It's very hard to respect someone who hides behind the veil of who they really are. If anything, that makes a person resent you. And I don't know about anyone else, but once I 
lose respect for you, I never regain respect. I've never re-respected anyone I lost respect for. Because I come from a place of authenticity and honesty. I come from a place where I would rather you be hurt today than allow myself to drag you through this and you be hurt more later. Because I'm all about open communication. And I'm all about open communication because I'm a person who is absolutely aware of my feelings and aware of my emotions. I've done the work on myself, on my inner self. And I truly believe what I put out is what I get back in some form or another. If I give out a lie, if I give out illusions, then that is what I will get back. And the more you grow and the more you become evolved in self and the more spiritually inclined you you become, you become more aware of the energy you put out. You can't be an incredible father and you're not emotionally balanced or emotionally connected. You don't allow yourself to be vulnerable. That masculine energy is toxic. You don't have a healthy balance between masculinity and femininity. Because we all possess both a masculine and a feminine energy. And if your masculine or feminine is toxic, there are areas in your life that will absolutely be affected. Then everything that you're manifesting, everything that you're creating, everything that you're pouring out is giving you back opposite of what you truly desire because you're not tapping into that thing that you need to tap into to create the life that you truly deserve. And I understand a lot of people trust me, a lot of people hearing this and a lot of people that are connected to the people that are hearing this, a lot of these souls will be who they are today. For the rest of their life. And whether it's you or whether it's someone you know, it's important to understand that it's not your responsibility to force feed anybody change. It's not your responsibility to force feed anybody a better version of themselves. It's only your responsibility to give what it is that you are designed to give so that they have the tool. What they do with the tool that you give is not your responsibility. And that's something I've had to learn as well. I've had to learn that in relationships. I've had to learn that in career. I've had to learn that in friendships. I've had to learn that in general. Whether it be my mentees, whether it be creating, whether it be my nonprofit, whether it be when I go speak, whether it be my impact in the hood, it's not my responsibility to force feed it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm going to stand in the streets and protest forever. I'm not going to do it. As a matter of fact, there's so many of you who fight for injustice. You're fighting for injustice. You want there to be justice and order and you want things to be right. You want our, our culture to be uplifting and empowering and accepted. And the truth is we don't want to accept the toxicity in our own culture. The generational curses that you are, are, are saying you are a victim of is because you continue to pass them on. 
If you grew up in poverty, your kids don't have to grow up that way. If you grew up toting guns and you grew up around gangs and you grew up in, a, in a, an environment that was absolutely detrimental to who you became as a man and your children are seeing that too, it is on you. Just because you experience something doesn't mean that your children have to as well. Or just because you grew up a certain way doesn't mean that you have to continue to live that life. After my cousin was murdered, and this was, this was not, and since my cousin's been murdered, there's been others <laughs> that I've known. And it's, 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 I laugh, but it's only because I'm so disgusted with it. I'm someone with a nonprofit organization. I'm someone who mentors every day of my life. I am someone who invests so much money, time, and energy into uplifting and supporting and contributing to the betterment of where I am from. To have to go to a funeral of someone who was raised in a household with me like my brother at the hands of those I'm out here protesting and trying to protect. I made a vow I would never protest again. I would never protest again. Because until we can sit with the uncomfortable truth that we are responsible for a lot of the pain, a lot of the hurt, a lot of the discomfort, we can't continue to blame it on the white man. We can't continue to blame it on we didn't have a father. We didn't have our mother. Because at some point, we got to be responsible for the choices that we make because there is enough access to enough information to where we can do better. We can sit up all day long and protest and say how we want to find the murder of Nipsey. Who did it? Everyone's in an uproar. But when it comes to your own family member who you just buried, everyone's silent because of the no snitch policy. Are you ready for what it is you say you want? Really? Because you can't be ready for justice and peace and prosperity and happiness and abundance and safe zones for your children, for yourself, for your families. When you sit silent in issues that affect us every day. We fight for the ability to go to schools. We fight for the ability to get certain degrees. We fight for these things, but you get to the school and you don't read. You get to the school and you don't want to do the work. Are you ready for what it is you say you want? We complain about the lack of compassion and the lack of empathy and the lack of allowing people to be who they are. But we ourselves tear each other down worse than anybody else. It's easier for me to point out your flaws because I can't sit with the mirror in front of me and look at my own. Because looking at my own forces me in an uncomfortable place and it makes me feel the reality of my dysfunction.
What do you do when everything around you is a chaotic mess and it's not because of anybody else but you? Your relationship is failing because, well, you don't communicate. Your sex life is lacking because, well, after the sex, what else is there? Your spouses and your partners are walking around with an attitude. They're doing their own thing because they're not satisfied because you seem to not do anything to please them. Why? Because what a woman needs, what a man needs, two totally different things. But because you're not opening up, you're not vulnerable enough, this person doesn't feel comfortable speaking to you, and you don't feel comfortable enough saying what you need and what you desire because you really, truly don't even know. So I don't want to deal with the issues at hand. I don't want to really deal with what's going on. So I'm going to just go out here and deal with somebody else because there's no attachment there. There's really no responsibility there. It's kind of free. It's kind of, you know, it's easy for me to just, do my thing and come back here and then deal with the real issues at hand. In order for us to do better, we have to truly decide if we want it. And a lot of people, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people really don't want what it is they say they want because it requires a certain amount of truth, transparency. We don't want to do that because that means I have to look in the mirror. I have to accept the fact that I am totally off balance. I don't know everything I thought I knew about myself. I don't know everything I thought I knew about the world, but yet I'm woke. Hashtag woke. (laughs) And you couldn't be more asleep. You don't know yourself enough to be awake. And your inability to understand that being woke does not mean you've reached this level of know-it-all. It just means your eyes are open. You're awake. It's no longer snooze. But there's still work that has to be done once you become aware, because awareness is only the beginning. There is no ending to it. It continues and it it continues to push you and evolve you. And if you are trying to be aware and awoke and you're trying to reach this level of consciousness, but you are afraid to release the things that are causing you to be held back, you are the problem in your life. You are the reason you can't evolve. You're the reason that your relationships won't prosper. You're the reason that your children, your baby mamas, your baby daddies are causing all this haywire hell in your life because you can't even decipher between what's real and what's not. You can't tap into what it is that you want to do with your career or with your passion because you're too ready for applause. You're doing it for an applause from people who really could care less about who you are and why you're creating anything. Instead of you doing something because you feel led to do it, because that is a part of your purpose, you're doing it for profit, which is why you end up broke. 
You end up broke internally. You end up broke tangibly. You end up broken in all the areas of your life because the reason and the intent behind what you do is not a part of your core purpose. And if you don't have any type of core purpose, then fine. But if you believe that God has put something in you to help you evolve and grow and to really, really, really leave your mark in this world, then you're going to always have a challenge when you're doing mediocre stuff for the applause of people who you're supposed to be leading and not led by. You're, you're fighting for this space in this barrel when you're not even meant to be in the barrel in the first place. And that is the reason why everything is off balance. I'm afraid to move out of the midst of the people, the culture, the people that I'm supposed to be holding it down with. Because I don't want them to look at me as a sellout. I don't want them to talk about me. I don't want them to call me weird. I'm afraid to tap into my spirituality because I don't want them to think I'm a voodooist. I don't want them to think I'm some kind of weird, oh, worshiping the devil, witchcraft. I'm afraid to admit that I am, I am obsessed with astrology because if I tell them that, they're going to say that I'm going against God, even though the Bible speaks clearly about the moon and the stars and how it all coincides but because I'm afraid to express what I know because I'm afraid of what I know and who who has put it in me I'm afraid to say that on a on a platform that is going to cause all kind of ruckus unless it's trending now if it's trending it's cool I can say it because then I fit in but if I'm the only one who is like me who is saying these things I don't want to be singled out I want to be different but not that different because I don't want to be isolated. But yet I am in search of my purpose. I'm looking for the abundance that God has for me. But the abundance that God has for you lies deep inside. And it requires for you to be isolated. It requires for you to push buttons. It requires for you to say things, do things, and move in a way that does not coincide with everybody. That's that's a scary place to be. When I created my documentary in 2012, it was not common. There wasn't something that people were doing on any level. There wasn't a documentary out that talked about the things that I talked about. There wasn't a documentary or a, or a person willing to speak about the things that I spoke about. I interviewed over 30 people, three months of filming, intense emotional topics anywhere from coming out to their parents being LGBT to being molested in a church abuse in relationships trying to find your voice in society when you're, you're trying to question if you're black enough, if you are white enough, if you can be both, if you can be in the midst of everything and still appreciate culture. If you can be from the hood and not associate with the hood because you don't relate to hood antics. If you can really care about your people, but speak against your people when your people are holding you back. If you can be a Republican and still be black 
and still want what's better for your people. These are topics. These are things. These are the truths of so many people and they're afraid. You're so afraid to be who you are because who you are won't be accepted in the beginning. And that's okay. If you only knew that it's okay. It's okay to not be who everyone expects you to be because you're not trying to fit in with them. You're not trying to be what everyone wants you to be. You're not trying to chase a dream that everyone says you should chase. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't agree with those things. I'm uncomfortable with these things. I'm tired of hearing and seeing different people on social media who are stancing on a woman's pain. All these men who are putting, all y'all are putting these quotes out and these books out and, you know, Condemning men, slamming men for antics and things that y'all do in relationships. And the truth is y'all do fuck up a lot. Truth. Hey. But I want to see the men who are willing to say, you know what? Let me speak for the men like me. Women, I know that you hurt. I know you don't been hurt by us, but some of us been hurt by y'all too. Let me talk about that. Let me talk about the fact that I'm a man and my heart has been broken because I've been lied to. I've been cheated on. I have I've taken care of a kid that wasn't my kid. And I didn't know it wasn't my kid until two, three years later. Let me talk about the fact that I feel like I'm held back in society because society thinks that a woman is the most hated, most unprotected species on Earth. But what about me? What about the fact that I get not only flack from my own, I can't express my emotion. I can't talk. There's always a playing field for a woman. There's always somewhere for a woman to retreat. What about you? It's okay. It's okay for you to say, you know what? No, 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 no. What about my pain? What about the woman who stepped on my heart? What about the woman who had me taking care of kids that weren't mine? What about the woman who trapped me? What about the woman who is stolen and lied from me? What about the fact that I didn't have my father either? What about the fact that I had a mother, but having a toxic mother is worse than having no father? What about the fact that I don't have any type of emotional connection or attachment because I don't know that it's okay for me to have that? What about those things? What about the fact that I'm not even at a place where I am able to take care of anybody, let alone myself? The fear, the crippling fear, the fact that you can't sleep at night because you're afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow. You got all the world on your shoulder. But you have nowhere to release it. So because you have nowhere to release it, you feel like you're bogged down. You run to other women. You run to other men. You run to other things. You drink. You smoke. You sex your way out of despair until it's time to feel it again. Where do you go for your release? And at some point, you have to get to the point to where, you know what, I can't search for my release on the outside because the outside is not 
permanent enough. I got to go within and I got to face that uncomfortable truth. I got to go in and dig through the deeper vessels of myself. I have to balance myself. How do you balance yourself? I can sit here and I can cry it out all day long, but how do I balance myself? Where do I go to balance my core? Yoga isn't working. Meditation isn't working. I can't drink it away. I can't smoke it away. I can't sex it away. There is no one who's fueling me. Where do I go? Your mental health as a man, as a woman, as a human being is so important. Your emotional health, your spiritual health, your overall health as a person is so important to your evolution and transition in life. Because if you are not in a healthy space to receive what it is that God has for you, you're not going to be happy any level you get to. You have to be able to balance yourself. You have to be able to to disconnect from the expectations of others and the expectation of yourself. What do you want? What do you want and are you ready to do the work it takes to get it, to keep it and sustain it? It's only so long that your abs, your beard, your your silky, milky skin, your money, your nice car, your good dick game, excuse my verbiage, is going to get you. You can't use that forever because at some point you're going to lose your hair and your beard. You're going to no longer have those abs and your dick game ain't going to be on point. Just saying. So at some point, I'm going to need you to have more than that. And I know it's popular for women to be independent and we don't need no man, but I'm in a place in my life where I got life partnership. I'm, I'm, hey, we building. We've building. We've gone through all that other shit. We've dealt with all that other shit. I know who I am. I know what I want. I've already done a lot of work on myself and I'm going to continue to grow and evolve as I am maneuvering through this thing called life. And so is my partner. At the end of the day, though, the work that we've done intensifies the connection of building. It makes it more, you know, fluid. It helps you to evolve because not only do you understand each other, you understand yourself. I don't have to sit around and wait and wonder and question if I'm going to tolerate some shit. I know what I ain't tolerating, boo. I know where I'm going in life. I don't do it for an applause. I'm really on some like following out my purpose type shit. And that's where you have to be in life. I don't have to tell you. How much money I have. I don't have to tell you what my goals are in life. I don't have to get applause and wear what you want me to wear and, and support what I'm supposed to support because of who I am and my culture. Everything I do is because I do it because I feel led to do it because it's a part of my purpose. You have to decide what your purpose is so the decisions and the choices that you make align with that. If you don't want a relationship right now, that's cool. Don't be in a relationship. Be honest about it, though. Be honest. I'm not in a place where I want a relationship. 
I do value your time. I do think you're an incredible person. I think you're dope. I love hanging out with you. But right now I'm on this journey of like trying to just keep my, get my shit together. And I just really don't want to bring you along the way. And then I'm not moving or progressing at the way, at the rate that you want me to. And then I, I, I mess up your flow. So we could kick it. We can hang out if y'all happen to have sex and hey, that'd be the thing. But it needs to be honest. Nowadays, y'all out here slanging penis and, and thinking that y'all the man. And the truth of the matter is, you ain't shit because you ain't got it together. Not because you out here slanging penis, but because you're not honest about what it is you're doing. You're not the man if you can't be honest with who it is you're playing. You're only the man when you are honest and a woman can say, you know what? I'm really on that path, too. And, and, and just my experience, y'all men don't really like that too much. But I'm an honest person. And the truth is you get respected so much more. It's about identifying what you really want out of life and not trying to fit it into a certain box based on society standards, based on your friends, based on your upbringing, based on whomever. At some point, you have to throw out what you think you like and know about yourself and get down to the nitty gritty of the core. Who am I? What do I like? What does this mean for me? Where does this take me? What am I willing to do? What am I willing to lose to get it? Keep it and keep it moving. Because if the overall goal in your life is balance and justice, peace of mind, solitude, financially fluidness, complete freedom, abundance, you're going to have to feel. You're going to have to be present. You're going to have to tap into who you are at your core. And all of those things, balancing those chakras, learning your love languages, learning your personality types. Oh, baby. All of those things intensify. Intensify everything there is about you. It raises your vibration. Not only does it raise your vibration, it raises the vibration of those that you connect to. It raises your value. Your presence is charity. People want to be around a person who is confident in who they are. But if you're confident in an illusion because you're getting the applause, but at home, you look in the mirror and can't recognize yourself. You're not happy with yourself. Nothing you do makes you feel good. It's because you off track. You off track and you not on balance and everything around you is failing. Your relationships, your finances, your career. In a relationship, in any type of commitment, in any type of connection, you have to be willing to evolve in that thing. And evolving in that thing means accepting that I won't be who I am today, next year. So it's best to connect to me or who I am to the core. But if you don't know who you are to the core, nobody can connect to that.
I'm who I am to my core. My foundation is solid. The leaves of who I am, though, that's constantly evolving and changing. Because I am an I am awoke. I am a, a very aware person. So aware and so confident that I can study any religion. I can practice yoga meditation and still pray. I can balance my chakras and, and clean my crystals and still use my hemp salt lamp. And then take my healing oil and do the same thing. I'm not afraid of where my evolution takes me because my core is who my core is and my core is what it is. If it doesn't resonate with my spirit, I ain't doing it. I know who God is to me. I know what my journey is. I've identified what my, what my purpose is in life. It is something you have to do in order to grow and evolve. I am not afraid of what comes next because I know who I am. And no matter what comes, no matter what goes, I'm still going to be able to make it through it because I know whose I am, I know who I am, and I have everything I need to get to the next space in life. But do you? Are you willing to do the work it takes? Are you willing to disappoint some people? Are you willing to make people upset and uncomfortable because you're living your truth and you're speaking your truth? Are you willing to disconnect from some relationships? Are you willing to walk away from some type of, you know, whatever type of job you feel like you're on that isn't, isn't serving you? Are you willing to do what it takes? Are you willing to have those uncomfortable conversations with your spouses and your partners? Are you willing to take the leap forward? Are you willing to put your fears aside? Are you willing to apologize when you're wrong? When you've made decisions that you, that you know weren't right? Are you willing to dig deep enough to uncover those hidden wounds so that they can truly heal? And you can truly, truly obtain the abundance that you are deserving of. The freedom that you're in search of. Are you really, really ready? That's the goal. That's the goal and that's what it takes for you to be the best version of yourself. And no matter what comes from it, at the end of the day, you'll have sleep so peaceful because you're not living a lie. You're not withholding information from people. You're not, you're not scheming. You're not condoning things that aren't good for you, that aren't good for your family, that aren't good for your culture, if that's what you're doing it for. You're breaking the chains instead of stringing people along with them. And you have to be okay. You have to be okay with making those decisions and those choices. And you have to be able to be vulnerable enough with yourself first. That's the goal. And I know that you can do it. I know that you have it in you. And again, some people will never be 
anything more than what they are today because they're not willing to do the work it takes to get there. But for those of you who are willing to do it, there's so much life ahead for you. If you're looking for the approval, you got it. If you're looking for the support, you got it. So do something with it. You don't need the applause of people that don't know you and don't care. You don't need the approval of them. You have everything it takes to be everything you desire if you're willing to do the work to see it through. And that's just the bottom line about it. So I'm here for you all. I'm here for you all. In any way that I could be to help you evolve and be better on your journey of self. If you're ready to do the work it takes to get where it is you're trying to go, I want to support you to get there. I want you to do great, whether I'm alone for those journeys or not. And that's how you have to be to see someone grow. You have to be willing to see them and push them forward, even if their growth has no type of association to you. I love you all, and I wish you all an abundance of everything you truly desire. Until next week, I'll talk to you all soon. Please be, feel free to email me, contact me, let me know your thoughts. Let me know if there's anything that I can do. If you want to sign up for one of my energy sessions, I will be more than happy to sign you all up. I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great, great week.